Siri, turn on my Do Not Disturb. Okay, I turned on Do Not Disturb. Come down. The show's about to start. Turn it up loud. Turn, 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 turn. Any reaper, not the audience. The Listen. Listen. Hear the difference. Right now. 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 Dangers of the mind. Dangers of the mind. My mind is playing tricks on me. My mind is playing tricks on me. No longer can fear be your friend. Fear. What happens on Earth stays on Earth. And I can't take these feelings with me. So hopefully they disperse. The position of your mind determines the posture of your life. Dangers of the mind. The Dangers of the Mind Podcast. The, 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 the Dangers of the Mind Podcast with Kristen Hopkins. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? It's your girl, Kristen Hopkins, and I'm here for another Dangers of the Mind episode. So welcome back to our podcast. I'm so excited that you joined me today because this podcast helps you identify daily attacks against your thought life that shifts your progress. These are the dangers of the mind. We talk about brokenness and fear and insecurity and perception and complacency and distractions, all of the things that delay us from walking in our fullest purpose. And guess what? During this quarantine time, It's real out here. And so the dangers of the mind are real and we have time with our thoughts all day long uh, for the most of us. So I want to make sure that you guys are um, listening to what I'm talking about and really being able to take these things in. Um, If you don't know anything about me, I'm a social emotional expert and practitioner uh, and coach. I help people be able to understand social emotional learning. And I do it in the culture responsive way. Uh, We have curriculums for dangers of the mind, which are in um, alternative schools, comprehensive schools, juvenile justice centers. And we are also, I have intervention kits that help kids that are having challenging behaviors, as well as kids that maybe just need something more culturally relevant to be able to do to understand key social emotional skills. And so I highlight on this show, key foundational social emotional skills that you need to learn in order to move forward. So there are so many things that are stopping you and delaying your progress. And I think that it's a perfect time to understand who we are during this quarantine season. So it's been an interesting time for us all. And for me, I've been doing a lot of self-awareness and responsible decision-making and I'll really break that down and talk a little bit more about the domains of, of, of what those skills look like. But I've been able to just get in the space where I've been writing, I've been working out, I've been getting to learn um, what's next for me and kind of preparing for that level in my life from, from a discipline standpoint. So I've been doing a lot of self-management as well. And I've just been excited about um, this time in my life. So I've been doing a couple of things in um, be- being very intentional. And one of the things is making sure that I turn my phone on Do Not Disturb. So this episode today is called Do Not Disturb. And the reason why I titled it that is because I feel like in this time or in this season that we're in, I believe everybody should have a Do Not Disturb moment. I believe that we have to understand 
who is uh, influencing our lives, who has access to our lives, and being able to make sure that they um, understand that we're in a space where we're trying to understand ourselves and we're trying to learn ourselves so that we can be better friends, we can be better partners, we can be better business people, we can be better professionals, and what better time than this time where the world has has seriously stopped and kind of been on a, um, a place of just uh, stand still. And so I want to talk to you guys about do not disturb today and understanding what that looks like in my life and then really being able to allow you to understand what that can look like in your life. Okay. And I'm so excited. I want you guys to tune in for the, um, to the end of this podcast because I have a special surprise for you all. Um, and I'm excited about it. So let's jump into it. So In this season, I've been doing a lot of self-awareness and I want you guys to ask yourself these questions as I ask them to you. And so I want to go over just self-awareness as a, you know, skill. And so when we think about self-awareness, we think about uh, identifying emotions. We think about um, uh, accurate self-perceptions. We think about recognizing our strengths versus our limitations and understanding what self-confidence looks like on us. And then really understanding self-efficacy. How are we performing on a daily basis? Are our performance consistent? And that's not just with us actually doing something and performing, but that's with relationships. Are our relationships consistent? I know uh, previously at the beginning of the year, I talked about real relationships all 2020. And I talked about how we always make these grand vision boards that talk about getting a new house, getting a new job, um, finding a great partner, but we never talk about real healthy relationships. How do those look? So when we talk about self-efficacy, we're talking about how we perform on a consistent basis, if we ask our friends what our characters look like, will we get a consistent answer? And so I really want to talk to you today about identifying emotions. So during these times that we have and putting our phone on do not disturb, putting our, you know, our life on do not disturb and really being able to monitor who has access to us in this time is very critical. And so there's a couple questions that I want to ask you that I ask myself and I'll kind of walk these things through with you. So number one is how am I acting on a consistent basis and why? And so I had to ask myself this question because I'm a, I would say I'm a little bit of a workaholic and I'm trying to understand how to balance myself a little bit better. And I wouldn't say understand. I'm, I'm, I'm more past the understanding phase. Now I'm in the implementation phase, but I was in a phase where I was understanding how can I balance myself better? Because Monday through Friday, I'm like on it. I'm motivated. I feel like I'm walking in my purpose. I feel like, yeah, I got this. And then when Friday, you know, or Friday night comes, Saturday comes, I feel like I get down because I'm like, okay, now I'm looking around and um, I don't have a family. I don't have kids. You know, I have a, I definitely have a partner, but you know, we're in a long distance relationship. So it's hard. And during this quarantine, it's been even harder because, you know, we have to get more creative about our little date nights on FaceTime or him sending me, you know, uh, dinner, you know, go, go here and pick up your dinner. Like he does really thoughtful things, but it's like, we have to be creative. And so during this time, I'm like, how am I acting on a consistent basis? So I know during the week, I'm very consistent at staying disciplined and trying to be consistent. Um, but then on the weekends, I find myself in a different space. And so I had to identify that during this quarantine time, during my do not disturb time. And I started realizing that, you know, I am in a place where 
I found myself very peaceful, but I also have like my own heart's desires. So sometimes if I watch things or I see things or I talk to certain people, it kind of ignites something in me that makes me feel some type of way. And I had to identify what that emotion was in me. So ask yourself, how am I acting on a consistent basis and why? And then what makes me upset? So if we think about our emotions, a lot of times when we're thinking about identifying emotions, we're, we're thinking about things that could potentially get us to react in different emotions that we may not like of ourselves. And so what makes me upset and how can I acknowledge this before I get upset? So with me, I don't get upset too often. It's like you have to push my button, push my button, push my button, push my button in order to really, really, really like get me to a place that that I'm like spazzing out. But the thing about it is that when I get to that place, like there's no turning back. So But I've learned how to manage my emotions like so much where it doesn't, I don't get to a place until like it's happened like numerous, numerous times. But what I've learned about myself, even during this time, I did like a journal entry and a journal log and said, when I remember the premium times in my life where I was upset or where I like spazzed out, it was like, I had to track that time and say, what happened? What happened? So I was looking at this like, um, like dialogue that I wrote of myself and I was like really understanding and I'm like oh so this is what happened when I reacted or that is what happened when I reacted and they were similar things similar patterns so I really wanted to make sure that we understand how that looks in our own lives what makes us upset and how can we acknowledge those things before moving forward so one of the things that I would tell you is that Once I start realizing I was upset, I would say, okay, let me back away from this situation or let me allow the person to realize that this may go left or these are my emotions. And so when we think about healthy, building healthy relationships, it starts with us. It starts with addressing our boundaries. What do those boundaries look like? How does it make us feel? How do people make us feel? And then how do we make other people feel? All right. And so when you think about what makes you upset and how can you acknowledge this before getting upset, I guarantee you the next time you get upset, it's going to be a a totally different way of thinking. And you're going to be able to stop yourself because you're now understanding your emotions. All right. And then when we talk about self-awareness, we're also thinking about how we accurately perceive ourselves. So Just really maintaining an accurate and and positive self-concept of who you are. So for example, if you were to ask a close friend about your personality, what would they say about you? Like, would you get people that say, oh, you know, you're selfish? Or would you get people to say you're very supportive? Or would you get people to say that you communicate a lot? So during this quarantine time and during this do not disturb time, make sure you're understanding that the, the way you perceive yourself is the way that someone else perceives you. Because sometimes we have inaccurate perceptions of who we are. We may think, oh, I'm the best friend in the world. And then your friend comes and says, oh, no, you're not, sis. Or bro, listen, you got to get it together. You're not that good of a friend. You've left me hanging several times. You show up late to my events. Whatever it is, like that is not a valid perception of who you thought you were. So really understanding accurate self-perceptions is very important when we're thinking about self-awareness. 
do thinking also about do my emotions and my personality traits negatively affect my work so after you understand how a friend may think of you then ask yourself do my constant emotions so if you're you know waiting to the last minute to do a project and then all of a sudden that project um you know gets done but you're like not like you're going off on people in the midst of you trying to do it like, how is that negatively affecting your work? Or do you feel like you're putting your best performance forward? Are you putting your best foot forward because you're waiting to the last minute? Are you constantly doing these things? And then if so, what can you do to change your behaviors and make more positive outcomes? So when I think about um, positive outcomes, I think about my quote that I love. And it says, the position of your mind determines the posture of the life. Understanding that every time you position yourself in a category or how you position yourself throughout the day, it, it determines the outcomes of what you your day looks like. So if you position yourself in a negative way where everybody knows you are negative Nancy, don't come by negative Nancy, she always got something negative to say, you know, then you're going to have negative outcomes. So even within this quarantine time, think about how you looked at this time. Think about how when, you know, everything shut down and the store shut down and you can't get your nails done, you can't get your eyebrows done. Did you look at it and be like, I, this is just not for me. Like you've been stressed out. Have you been, you know, um, just been in a, a nasty space or have you been at peace? Have you looked at this with an optimistic lens and said, okay, great. Listen, this is what I'm going to do. During this time, I'm going to write the book I always want to write. During this time, I'm going to heal the friendships and relationships that I've always wanted to heal. During this time, I'm going to check on myself and get in a place of quiet and serenity to be able to understand how to recreate my own atmosphere. So when I get out of this, I'm literally going to be moving forward, running forward, flying forward into my destiny and into what I have for myself, what is aligned for me. So think about those things. And then when we think about you know, understanding our behaviors, we're thinking about our strengths and limitations. What are we good at? What are we good at? What are your strengths? What do they look like? How can you generate positive or dynamic results with those strengths? What strengths have you consistently had on a consistent basis that have give, given you rewards or given you results? Write those strengths down. Realize how often are you using those strengths? Are you reaching someone with your strengths? Are you giving those gifts to the world? Are you allowing people to see your abilities? Or, you know, think about your limitations. What have been your weaknesses for years? What have the things that have not allowed you to produce? What things have been holding you back? What things have been giving you a hard time with acknowledging or, or making you feel insecure? What are those weaknesses? And then allow yourself to write those weaknesses down and take some time to do those. So one of the things for me is I like to write, but I don't like to read. I don't like to read that much. I had to start doing audio, but I had to acknowledge that within myself and vote for me to say, I don't like to read hardcover books, but now I'm going to listen to audio. But recently, since during this quarantine time, I've challenged myself to actually hold and pick up a book because I've been doing a lot of audio and I, I actually l liked the visual aspect of reading. I just 
sometimes get bored of the pages, but I like the visual aspect of feeling and touching and making it feel tangible to me so I can highlight it because I am a visual person. So over this quarantine time in my do not disturb time, I've been actually picking up books, reading different topics, researching different things, understanding where I am in my life, understanding how I want to grow and challenging myself to be the best that I can be because guess what? That was my limitation. Even a, a, a time where I didn't want to write many blogs, I didn't want to do many things. So I would go through so many observations. I would see so many things as a practitioner in the classroom. And then I would go back and I would kind of write about it, but I wouldn't really write in detail. I would leave those things there as just nuggets and things within my own world. But those things should be shared to the world. So guess what? I realized that during this time and said, hey, let me revise them. So I have blogs that we just wrote out on the new website. I have all these different things that are coming out because they're things that were already there that I had to just stretch myself and say, during my do not disturb time, I'm realizing that I have a gift. I looked at it as, hey, that might not be one of my strongest suits, but guess what? Let me perfect it. Let me craft it. Let me shape it. Let me mold it. Let me practice it. Let me research. Let me do everything I need to do during this time that normally I don't have the time for to understand what my strengths are and to understand what my limitations are. Hope you guys are with me, all right? And then we think about uh, self-confidence. What does that look like in our life? A lot of things that we go through, we miss out on opportunities because of confidence. So in this season, if you are looking at yourself and saying, hey, I have not got on that YouTube. I have not made that channel. I have not uh, made that video. I have not gone on live because I don't like my teeth or I don't like my hair or I don't like my eyebrows. You have to realize that everybody was made in their own unique design. So you have to understand what makes you feel confident. Let's not think about the insecurities right now, which is a huge danger of the mind, but let's think about what makes you feel confident. Start writing out a list of things that you feel confident in and then thinking about how am I utilizing the confident part of what I feel to be able to eliminate or to be able to beef up my weaknesses. So if you feel like you're confident in your eyebrows, then since your eyebrows better be laid, if you feel like you're confident in your voice, then you need to speak because that's what you're confident in. Me, I feel, I feel like that, you know, me public speaking is is such a, a beautiful gift of mine because I speak. That's that's just me. I love to speak. So guess what? I get paid to speak. And what better way to do that? When I started realizing that was a strength of mine, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. I was like, this is a strength. I need to start speaking more. So guess what? Now I have a podcast where I speak you know, for a living and people are able to listen to me. So these are type of things that you have to understand during your do not disturb season is, hey, what makes me feel confident? And then am I utilizing those gifts, my gifts to be confident, to elevate myself in my career or my personal life? Okay. And then thinking about self-efficacy, how well do I execute my work-related projects or my personal responsibilities? Can someone depend on you to be consistent, to do a performance over and over and over again in excellence? Then in the season of Do Not Disturb for me, I want to make sure everything I put out is of excellence. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I need to do. I'm, I'm crossing my T's, I'm dotting my I's because there should be no excuse because we have nothing but time right now. And so how would I rate my performance on a scale of one to five? I had to ask myself that. How would I rate my performance? How would I rate my uh, products? How would I rate my things? If I say, hmm, let me review this and say I would give it a three. What makes me not give it a five? 
evaluate those things and realize what can I do better so that I'm walking and moving and and being of excellence, all right? And then what is the biggest hurdle holding you back from being consistent or being excellent? What is that biggest hurdle? Understanding these things, being aware of these things, understanding that having your do not disturb moments are critical in this phase of your life for anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. You can never not know yourself enough. So I just spoke on self-awareness alone. There's self-management I've been dealing with. There's responsible decision-making where I've been analyzing my problems. I've been looking and saying, okay, now that we're not in schools, how can I do more? How can I still reach my students? I've been coming up with solutions. I've been literally understanding and unrolling how to solve problems and how to evaluate and and sit back and reflect. These are all things, responsible decision-making, self-management, understanding what self-discipline looks like. Am I really disciplined? Understanding my self-motivation and my intrinsic motivation. How am I motivated without getting a reward? That's intrinsic motivation. And then my goal setting and my organizational skills. I literally wiped out my whole computer and put all of my desktop files on my hard drive. And now I've been organizing them. And that has made me feel so much better. I've been so much more productive. My computer has been running faster because I haven't had no memory issues. These are so many good things. And that's why I want to promote that social and emotional learning. It's such the foundational tools that we need. So if we're talking about fear... And we're talking about we're, we're, not, we're not confident. We have to get our self-confidence up. We have to understand our strengths and limitations so that we're not fearful to, to walk in our purpose. We're talking about insecurities. We're limiting ourselves through our insecurities not to walk in our purpose. We're talking about distractions. We're not even becoming disciplined because we're allowing our distractions to get the best of us every single day. So in your do not disturb time, make sure... You are very clear on who you are because when you know who you are, when you're aware of your daily emotions, when you're aware of your accurate self-perceptions, when you're aware of your confidence and strengths and abilities and self-efficacy skills, when you're aware of these things, I'm telling you, that is the foundation that's going to hold you up to excel in any field and any career that you desire. So I'm excited, guys, because this right here is good. So I need you to get in your do not disturb moments, put on your do not disturb, limit your access from certain people that just may weigh you down or may not be the best influences for you. And I'm excited to announce that Kristen Hopkins Global is launched. We are here. I am on live. I am on YouTube um, and KristenHopkinsGlobal.com. What I've done is created a site where so many people have reached out to me on how to make a curriculum, how to put your curriculum in schools, how to design essays. And how to do it in your own life. So I've literally designed an SEL toolkit that you can access from the comforts of your own home. The things that I talked to you about, I've designed worksheets, I've designed prompt questions, journal questions for you to self-reflect. And this is the perfect time to know yourself. This is the perfect time to get to know yourself all over again because we evolve, we change, we grow, and that's the best part about life. But you have to continue to know who you are becoming. So guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, write a review for us, please stay connected with me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-D Hopkins 
Uh, and then our, our social media on Dangers of the Mind, all Dangers of the Mind on every platform. Thank you guys so much. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week and look forward to chatting with you in the social media world. The Dangers of the Mind podcast. The, 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 the Dangers of the Mind podcast with Kristen Hopkins.